a slut, kids. Be a slut. Be a slut. That was about to be a cheer. I know. I was like, I was going to jump in with something. I was like, I got nothing. <laughs> Aggressive. Aggressively slutty. Hey! Oh, you know. Well, we did just do like you know a half hour's worth of ketchup, so I do know. I know, right? <laughs> we we spared you guys all of the the non hemium related bullshit. Yes. Um, yes. my work's good. My house is chaos because of animals. Yes. That's you know that's it. Um, follow at Starry Brook Acres if you want to see our bees. It's amazing. You need to follow the bees On are Instagram. so cool. It's very, very cool. That's I'm very excited about that. You'll also see our ducks swimming in the bathtub. So oh, little ducks. Yeah, so that's been a nice distraction from the everyday same. The sickness. The sickness. The sickening, as they say. Oh, my God. Uh, well, today, Kate, we are here to talk about the naked man. The naked man. A much uh, debated episode of How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to debate it with you. Look at your face. I'm so excited. You're just like, hey, I, okay. when I was going through doing all the legendary moments, I was like, wow, people like there are a couple people that said this was their favorite episode. So um I just want to say this show would be really boring if we all always agreed. Don't you think? <laughs> I can't. Don't you wait. think that was I variety is a spice of life, everybody. So you might not agree with everything Caitlin and I say. You might think that we're um I don't know, feminazi social justice warriors for thinking what we think about men just being naked in a woman's apartment. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. There are some highs, of course, as in any How I Met Your Mother episode. So I'm excited to talk about it with you nonetheless. How about it? Same, same, same. All right, Kate, so we have some new reviews this week. We do. We got two two new five-star reviews. We basically only get five-star reviews now, what? which is really awesome. Oh that is not a challenge to go and give us, like, a three-star, guys. No. Feel free. Feel free to keep giving five stars. Yeah. Um, yeah, we used to get, like, one- and two-star reviews because of our sound quality. So shout-out to Yeti for, for helping us with Ooh. that. This is not sponsored by them. We just both got our acts together and yeah, got the microphones. finally got a real microphone, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you to the to the folks who are still writing reviews. It's very, very helpful. It helps more people find us. It's my goal in 2020, as you all know, to actually get on to the Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. TV review list. So anything you guys can do to help, write reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, listen on Apple Podcasts, share the link from there, anything you can do. I will be very happy and uh, grateful to you. Yes. So there's that. Yes, please. Yeah. And our Patreon friends, we are a little behind, (sighs) but quarantine brain. Quarantine brain is real. I do not know what even day it is. Apparently, today is almost the end of, of April. So I, this morning, I said to Chris, I was like, what? Is today what? Say Wednesday. He goes, yeah, it's it's Wednesday. It it's Wednesday, and then we had to get up and look on our phones. We're like, yes, yeah, it is Wednesday. It is Wednesday, <sighs> but like, it's wild. Like yesterday was my brother's birthday. 
What does that mean anymore? It's hard to say. Um, so yes, I'm sorry we're behind on Patreon stuff. We will catch up um, and we will be scheduling our next private live stream on Instagram um, very shortly. Look for that on Patreon and um, everywhere else. So patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod for that. We are going to do another live watch soon. I don't know when. Probably on another weekend in the middle yeah. of the day. That was nice. It was nice. Um, Caitlin and I are going to pick the episode. We've gotten a couple requests. But I want it to be a fucking classic. Mm. Do you know what I yeah. mean? I want it to be one that that you watch over and over. So I'm going to have to look at the list and we'll and we'll we'll pick a really good one. I promise. That might be tricky. Yeah, you think so? For one, for everyone to agree yeah. on. Yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple. Yeah, for sure. Ones. For sure. Are you thinking one we have already reviewed? Or are you thinking mm. we would do one? That could contain spoilers. I I would love to do one just out of order. Mm. You know? Spice it up. Oof. Spice it up. Spice it up. All right. I mean, I would I would love to watch OK Awesome again just because that's like So good. That's a great one. So I mean that might be in the mix. Um, but I am totally fine going out of order for this because I miss just watching episodes yeah, that I, I want to watch, you know? And it was so great to talk to everybody. So Yes, look for the for the next private Instagram live stream and look for the next live watch to be scheduled shortly. That's the only updates we have. Yeah, that's a good amount of updates, I feel like. Just taking it day by day, friends, yeah, okay? Yeah, That's all we're doing here. <laughs> Make sure you stay tuned at the end of our episode so you can uh, listen to some legendary moments from listeners just like you. This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon Almighty Five level members, Russell, Tish, Johnny, Zet, and Ben. Thanks to all of our patrons for their support of this show. Remember, our Patreon works on a sliding scale because we are terrible capitalists. So you get what you can every month and you'll receive all the perks we offer. And you can join for just as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. All right, this is season four, episode nine. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, dude, we're almost halfway through the entire series. It's absolutely wild. I was thinking about that the other day. This is, it's just absolutely insane. Like in the next couple episodes, it's going to be halfway. Mm -hmm. And this one first aired on November 24th, 2008, and it was written by Joe Kelly, who we have already seen his work in The Bracket. Mm, good yep, one. And we will see him again later on this season for Murtaugh. Um, oh, okay. He's he's another one that does a lot of small scenes, mm. right? Because I was almost like, did Craig and Carter do this I one? thought they did too because it was like, it felt mm. like I said to you, I told Kate earlier this afternoon that I still needed to finish my notes, but I was like, but it's a quick episode and it is. It is yeah, so, it is. so fast. Um, Very tight. One storyline basically... So it goes well. One plot line, I mean. Yeah. Joe Kelly um, wrote for SNL for a little bit. He also um, created the show Detroiters. Have you seen the show or heard about it? I have heard about it. Me yeah. too. I always forget that um, um, Tim Robinson is in it and Sam Richardson. Um, Sam Richardson is in Veep. Have you seen that? 
I think I they're like seen friends it. or Don't something. I remember people. listening to an interview with one of them, but it was very interesting. But it's about, mm. this is my favorite. It's about two local ad men who make low-budge commercials in Detroit. Oh, cool. I like that. And it was directed by Pam Fryman, our girl. Yay. Yeah. Um, holy shit, we open up with the fucking kids. Can't remember last the time kids. we saw them. It's been a while. That's right. Right? Um, yeah, a like, lot of voiceover. Should we start keeping track of that? Is this the kind of obscure content that the fans want? I don't know. I don't think kid, so. Kid Cam 2020. <laughs> we'll see when they're back again. Maybe. If we remember. Maybe. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we open with Future Ted telling the kids that everyone has their own opinion on how long it takes to get over a breakup. Um, Lily says half the length of a relationship. Marshall thinks it's one week for every month. Robin <laughs> says 10,000 drinks. And for Barney, it's... That's a lot. A lot. A lot. That's a lot of drinks, Robin. I don't Robin. think I've even had 10,000 drinks. It took her 10,000 drinks to get over Ted. I don't believe that. Does she mean, like, unless, alcohol or <gasps> just, like... Unless she's, like, still mm-hmm. not over him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Ooh. Because hmm. that's a, like a lifetime of drinks. Wow. Right? Yeah. Damn. Dropping bombs, dropping knowledge on this Wednesday night because it's definitely Wednesday. It is definitely Wednesday, yes. Um, yeah. But I think Ted is the one who gets it right. It's the moment you meet the person that gets you back in the game, mm-hmm. however long that takes. But yep. it's not something I think you actively work towards. I mean, you do. No. But... It's not like you have, by Friday, I'm going to be okay. You know, in two months, it'll yeah, be okay. No. It's just all of a sudden it happens, however long that is for you. And for me, after Jack's dad and I broke up and, like, separated, it was, like, two years, a year and a half, oh, almost wow. two years. No, a year and a half. Mm. A year and a half. Before for Chris. you to be over him, though? No, before I, like, started to seriously date again. To be over oh. him? Like, I was in a place where I could date. In like over in like a year and a yeah. half, but I was married, Ooh, had God. a kid, so right, that right, was right, like right, complicated. Right. But I was over yeah. the relationship, but just not and over him, but just not ready <laughs> to attempt to get that. out there. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I moved a lot faster. That's okay. <laughs> Everyone moves their own. But I, pace. I mean, I was, I was, st- I mean, I was still like technically on paper single for over a year, but I mean, I had, I had some fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're right. It, it's not It's not about, there's no science to it. It's like when we saw Marshall in the beginning of season two. Like, you don't just, like you said, you don't just wake up and decide, I'm going to be fine, and then you are. Like, your your heart and your brain don't work that way. Right. So um, I just love the saying that, you know, you can't get over someone until you get under someone else, which is basically what this, this is sort of saying is necessary. Mm-hmm. Be a slut, kids. Be a slut. Be a slut. <laughs> that was about to be a cheer. I know. I was, like, I was going to jump in with something. I was like, I got nothing. Be aggressive. Aggressively slutty. Yes. Anyway. anyway so we see Ted over like the course of like, I don't know, maybe a week. You know, time is interesting. And I know yeah. we were wondering how long with the restaurant scene it was between Ted and Stella's breakup. And here we find out. I still know how much time had elapsed between now and the restaurant scene, but, or the episode. Right. Um, anyway. We'll get it's it. been a month since Stella. I mean, it seems like it's been longer than that. I was hoping it was. So, of course, <sighs> when he sees her, like, 
Of course he was still all bracked up. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Ted's one-month slump. Wow, wow, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Well, you remember he was like, <laughs> I went five months without sleeping with somebody. Yeah, was like, God, dude. So we Jesus. see Ted over the course of some time getting in an elevator with the same woman. And I noticed that she went from like this long sleeve shirt, mm-hmm. like a pencil skirt, to a very shiny spaghetti strap little thing, like really tight. Yep. And Ted goes from being very schlubby to like, I love when he does the V-neck sweater. Yeah. The, like the thin V-neck yeah. sweater is definitely like Ted at his hottest. Definitely and then Chris similar sweaters. <gasps> no. <laughs> For no fucking no reason. Just because. Um, and then ends up in a blazer, which, you know, classic, classic Ted Schmosby. You know, but they so the, I originally thought it was just her that kind of got mm. like flashier. But in Ted's own way, he, he got was, like, like nicer looking. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. He cleaned up, which I'm glad. And, you know, we get this cute little scene where he walks into the lobby, but his timing is too early. So he turns around to re-enter. <laughs> yeah. She's the same way. And. So it's very cute. And so you can tell mm-hmm. that she's also, like, into him. So Ted goes to make his move. And, of course, Ted's it up, starts blurting out that he got left at the altar a month ago. <sighs> oh, and eventually, though, like, he somehow nails it. And it's like, you know, pretend I didn't say that. Pretend that this is what I said and that I've looked for. Like, I thought it was just so sweet. Oh. If, a, if somebody asked me out that way, it would just oh, warm my heart. He's got good. He can recover. He, he, can, he can. He, he can does. Come and he nails it. it. And he is yeah. victorious because Vicky, um, Vicky, who's got that giant gold heart necklace, like right between the cleavage. Oh, I, I know. Accepts the date. And she is played by Courtney Ford, who is in um, most recently DC's Legends of Tomorrow. She plays a character, Nora Dark, D-A-R-H-K. Reminds me of The Goods and the Fears. Ooh, I was gonna say like diarrhea. There's like an R and an H, oh. but that's oh. I we was were thinking in like places. Daniel Pierre and Nora Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like the slightly spelled wrong. Yeah, yeah. F I E R. But she's mm-hmm. in a bunch I of stuff. Uh, Supernatural, Revenge, True Blood, bunch <gasps> of shit. I loved revenge. Revenge is is excellent soap opera fodder. Yeah. If you guys want to watch something, at least the first season maybe the first two seasons it's like set in the hamptons Ooh. so it's very glamorous mm. it's 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 awful but it's it's All fun right. if you ever need something okay. yeah um but i need to take a I break from say, midsummer yeah exactly oh my god yeah caitlin is unable to watch midsummer in one sitting <laughs> Dude, I can't stop thinking of the fucking sister's, like, dead eyes and the puke all over her. Oh, my God. That's where it's at. I know. Well, no, I, know, I, I didn't stop there. I stopped when... Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers abound. Mids- Midsummer spoilers. Midsummer Continue. spoilers. I stopped when she's at the fucking party with Christian. She's just, like, zoning out. I'm like, fuck this dude. Fuck him. If, if, if she dies because of this fucking fucks fucker, fuck. I can't Ooh, watch Caitlin. this right now. It's so good. Because I love... It's just so Florence good. Florence Pugh, right? Yes. Mesmerizing. Oh, girl, you just wait. Just Cannot wait till they take my get where they're going. Her when she is on the screen. Like she's uh, girl. Watch the rest of it in one I sitting. I will. Jack was like talking to me like as the firemen are going up the stairs, you see like the yellow and he's like, uh, Mama, like what's going on? I was just like well, he goes, What's it about? Like, is it really scary? Is it blah? I was like things not to ask me while I'm watching a movie. How about you just go look it up? And then I had to pause it, and I was like, I'm really sorry. It's just a very intense scene right now, and I need to take a break. (laughs) Sorry, that wasn't me. 
That was Midsummer. That was Midsummer. I'm sorry for the things I said while watching Midsummer. <laughs> it's um yeah, I think you're going to be just like breathless from it. It's just fucking so good. It's not um I went into it thinking I was going to be like terrified the whole movie. Yeah. But that's it's it's not. It's something different. Is it is it also like beautiful too? Because the opening scene with that it's, fucking mural, I paused it and took a picture because I could not stop staring at it. Caitlin, just the shots are just gorgeous. Yeah, dude. I'm I can't I don't want to say anything else. Okay. The whole movie is just like the it's just rich, like the the textures just, and the co- and the composition. It's it like feels, yeah, yeah, even yeah. the fucking scary beginning. We're not scary, but just like intense. Oh no, the sister that is still is with me months, months later. I gotta like, whew, I turn on some lights down here. <laughs> <laughs> She's not kidding, folks. She's looking around for a lamp. Like I'm sitting um, in the fucking dark right now. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, one thing I wanted to say before we go to the next scene of How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, sorry. That's what we're is, here for. Um, scene one. I yeah. I just love that. Um, I love when they tell us right up front, this is not uh this is not a piece of the the mother yeah. story. You know how he's just like, This is how I met that person. Yeah. Like she served a purpose, but this is not this is this is a step on the way, but this is in no way connected. This is just a fun, kind of evergreen story that we could have dropped exactly. in. Exactly. Almost anywhere. Yeah. Depending on relationships. But um yeah, I really, I really liked that little, that little piece. So, um, so we come back after the the black and we hear future Ted saying that over the years he walked in on a lot of crazy shit. And this, this made me think that it was the guys that wrote it, that it was Carter and Craig, because we have these quick cuts of such specific scenes that, I mean, we... Over over the last, you know, three and a half seasons, we haven't really seen anything this insane happening in the apartment. Um, <laughs> so I love that we get I love when we get um, flashbacks to stuff that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. It sort of, you know, colors in um, more of the the show for us. So at first we get um, Lily painting some acrobats. Would, would they be called acrobats? I put um they're not really contortionists. I said Lily painting some dot dot acrobats question mark. I put acrobat slash Cirque. Yeah, like it was Cirque like Cirque du Soleil, Soleil aerial yeah, yeah, yeah. artists maybe. Ooh, but no, because they're not. They're just they're not aerial. We'll find out anyway. Stackers? Um, stackers. Yes, that's the technical term is stackers. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. Good job. Um, the next one is also great. It's got both of these have a very oh Vegas God. feel, you know, Barney in the fucking tank. It's been 15 minutes. It's been tw- 12. Oh, sorry, 12. Sorry. It's been 12 minutes. So Marshall's panicked and we have Lily and Robin with fucking axes. It's just waves. And also it's like the entire apartment would be flooded. I know. Like, what if they, they smashed thinking? that. Oh. For some reason, I don't know how Barney talked them into that. Maybe he, they showed up and he was already in the tank. I feel like that's one of those things where he had to already have been in it to get them to buy into it. Because otherwise they would have been like, no, stop. I Like in my you know? mind, the tank was there. He filled it up and he was just like hanging out on the up outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just. It's like, come on. And you know Marshall wanted, was curious. Of course. And Ted wasn't there to be the voice of reason. No. 
So, um, so that was a great one. The best one though is Robin with the fucking burglars <laughs> and her gun. She's which fucking comes back scary. later. Yeah, and then we see Marshall like curled up on the couch in Lily's arms as these burglars are trying to take their shit. It's so good. I love her. Ex- excellent moment. I mean, that seems to me like they caught them like as they were coming in, right? Yep. So that was that was awesome. Um, and then we get the goat. Of course, yes, the goat. Which is which is a, a flash forward from this moment and from the 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 past oh, present right. of yeah. the show. Whew. So we have like fla- a couple flashbacks, and then we get a flash forward to two thousand nine mm-hmm. because we've had that fake out of the goat already in oh seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have. The goat, the the real goat, and what we're gonna see. So, um, I love that. I love a call forward mm-hmm. or a call back. It's always nice. Um, yeah. So we're reminded that Ted and Robin are living together. She's outside the apartment as he's coming home um, to find what he says is maybe the craziest thing he's seen in the apartment, which is just a fucking fully naked stranger sitting on the couch. We find out that um, his name is Mitch, Mm -hmm. and he is Robin's date for the night, and that apparently she has no cell service in her own apartment, (laughs) which is just like, I am done with this date. (laughs) Go to the bathroom. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I need to take this call away from you. It was so perfect. But I mean, at the same time, it's... (sighs) Listen, I don't like this episode for, for reasons, but Mitch is charming in a way that he knows what he's about i love how self-aware he is that's what i love about this episode like he's just so self-aware he knows who he is he knows what he's got and he's just like yeah yeah he knows robin has self-service in her apartment he's not dumb but he's just he's given the line that he was given right Mm -hmm. he's like it's all it's all going according to plan for him yeah um and we hear about mr wang's the the um the delivery menu and that'll come back later and um then we get my i think it's my favorite moment of the show and it's a ted line that i say a lot which is um when you leave you can take that seat cushion with you that's trash now (laughs) that's trash now just like so polite and so direct Mm -hmm. and i i just love it so much and i love like what the fuck are you doing mitch sitting on the couch naked it's not your couch you don't even know come on man um mitch is played by adam paul He's a mm-hmm. writer for some shows I don't really know, um, a couple of one-offs, but he was on Eon Flux. He was a voice. Talk about sexual huh. awakening. Oh, oh, no shit, dude. So confusing them, for me. Them titties in the latex. Oh, I can, I. The rock hardness. I was going to say her nipples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her tongue. We were watching like, the same show. Fuck, We were what watching the, fuck? the same Show. Still dream about it. Anyway, but he yeah, was also on yeah. Buffy the Vampire. He played yeah, he was Skanky a vol- vamp. He was a vampire. Yeah, he was a vampire. And he was I also on Curb that. Your Enthusiasm, which is one of my very favorite shows. Um, Good one. But it's funny because as soon as he came on, I looked at him and I was like, oh, Farva? And I was like, oh, that's not Farva. Dude, I had that same fucking thought. <laughs> and I thought. know it's not him. Farva's already been on the show. I know. Like, I know. Lance Hardwood. I Right. <laughs> Sex architect. I know it's not him, but like I always Dude, think it is. Same, absolute same. But I'm glad you brought off the Buffy because that's another Buffy crossover. Yes, we haven't had one in a while. So many Buffy crossovers. Haven't had Gotta one calm in a while, out. right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we find out that Robin is on an interview call. Like she's looking for jobs. So we, again, Robin has no job. Robin has no boyfriend. Robin at least has a room now, um, as of, as of this episode. So we see both Robin and Ted sort of getting back in the game. Mm -hmm. Which is exciting. It's, it's good. It's nice. Yeah. 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 Um, so causing some friction though, right? Causing a little friction. A little bit of friction. Um, so Ted heads down to the bar to join everybody, and he um, starts to explain the situation to the group, saying that he's like, what did he say? Something about like a young blade. A young blade by the name of Mitch. Yeah, he's yeah. Like taking a lever. Um, and quickly <laughs> finds out that, no, that's not really the case. Um, Lily lets him know that the blind date was a disaster. Robin's been texting him all night. And so Ted is like, Oh my goodness. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Robin has no idea. So he runs back up and I love he passes Robin and she kind of like mouths on the phone something to him. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know. Like I I felt like she was like, sorry or something like that. Or when you walk by, go down to the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just had that in my notes. They're a little scattered right now. Um, Hold on. Oh, yeah, that was when he was going down the bar. Sorry, I scrolled up too fast. So he runs back up, and Mitch is there, ready again with his naked man. And um, we find out that this is Mitch's move. And it's something <laughs> that he calls it's kind of like a Hail Mary. So it's like a last-ditch effort. It's when you, you are on a first date, and you know you're not going to be getting a second one. So mm. this is the way the move works. And I love the way, like, he explains it. It's kind of like Barney in his playbook. Um so you're on a date, you make an excuse to use the bathroom, and she leaves. As soon as she leaves the room, you strip down naked and wait. Ugh. And then when she comes back, she laughs, is charmed, and then she sleeps with you. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Kate? I feel like I believe in our listeners, and they know <laughs> that this is not a thing that happens in real life. I've done it. So we can just... <laughs> But I mean, like, to, you've done it to a stranger? No. Yeah. I've done okay. it when there's, like, you know sex is on the table. And it's just, like, you, someone has to do something to, to make the move. But you're right. scared. Yes, 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 okay. yes. That's, that's, that's not the same as this. Like, Lily and Marshall's naked man is not the same that's as true, this. That's true, yeah. Um, it's also different when the woman does it because let's we are in a patriarchy and the, the dynamic it's is different. different, okay? It's different. Um, so yeah, we can just enjoy the rest of the episode as much as we can enjoy it. But I think the idea of surprising a woman with naked is sexual harassment. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little, little, little bit. So, um, roll your eyes at me for that, friends. Some scary stuff. Some scary stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's. It's not, uh, the naked man is not a 2020 move. Let's just say that. It's not something you should do to someone you're meeting for the first time. There's only one person in this episode who has the correct and accurate reaction to it. And we will see that later. Um, yeah, it's creepy. It's gross. What do you think? Yeah, it's creepy and gross. Stranger. Creepy and gross. It's a stranger. If it's not a stranger, then it's sexy. Exactly. 
Exactly. And we see that, right? Yeah. We see we see the we consensual. See the difference here. The naked the woman. See, the naked woman is better than the naked man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with that. The naked woman's always better than the naked man, but that's that's my own personal opinion. <laughs> and we've seen the naked man before. We've seen Barney pull the mm-hmm. naked man on Robin, and it didn't work for him. So that is why he's convinced it won't work this time. That's because a good he's point. way more charming mm-hmm. and attractive. Uh huh. It's Neil Patrick Harris, right? Right. So yeah. So Ted tries to call bullshit on this, but Mitch is very confident. He just keeps repeating two out of three times. Two mm-hmm. out of three times. Just have to pick your spot. And he guarantees it. So then Ted, of course, rushes back down to the bar to tell everybody about the naked man. And Barney is like, no, that's total bullshit. There's no way it's going to work on Robin because <laughs> Robin's a pretty no-nonsense chick. And they and start it laughing about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Start laughing about it. And, you know, oh, yeah, she'll send him packing. And then Lily says, yeah, not before kicking her ass. And then Marshall's like, yeah, or shooting him. And then they realize... <laughs> The gravity of what he just said, and they rush upstairs only to find what? <laughs> Mr. Wang's on the door. Are they open again? <laughs> That's so cute. I know. Maybe she'll get her gun and shoot him. Just Oh, that was so great. Which I mean is great that could have moment. happened. We saw it yeah. moments earlier. Exactly. That little that little scene sort of showed us what Robin's capable of, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Intruders. Naked intruder. So back down at the bar after this revelation, Barney is beside himself with uh, disbelief and excitement that there's been this such a simple, elegant move. Solution. He didn't. Yeah, he never thought about it. He had all these, you know, toys and or what did he say? Tools. Gadgets. Gadgets. Because Lily has all these gadgets. gadgets Are we talking about? She's this great great line. I love it. Right. Um, And before we go further, I love Lily's like red silk top Mm. and and her side pony. The side pony. Yes, yes, yes. Side pony was really cute. And like the swoop of the bang. She looks really good. Robin has a gorgeous dress later, too. Yes. um, With like the flower print. Very silky, everything in this episode. Oh, you're right. Right? Even Vicky. Even Vicky. Rock in the silk. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice budget. Um, So, yeah. So, Lily, we get a nice Lily and Barney scene away from everybody else because she's like, hello, remember, reminding the audience as well, you're in love with Robin. Mm -hmm. Why are you excited about her sleeping with someone? And Barney says, the naked man is just so much bigger than me and Robin. (laughs) Uh, And he compares himself, you know, Superman versus Batman. So, he has all the gadgets. Superman just takes off his clothes and he's ready, which I was elegant. Yeah. Great, great line and there. Then and then that's sort I've been of busting my hump with the disguises yeah. and all the disguises too. God. Um, so yeah, that's, that starts the superhero metaphor that will continue through the end. Um, you know, and then Robin's kind of explaining herself. She's like, it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. I don't know. It just kind of happened. And um, one thing from earlier when they show um, when they show like uh, Mitch's when Mitch is kind of walking through the process and like what happens and you see Robin walk in and like hug him. If you watch the um, the outtakes on the the DVD, they show like the rest of that hug 
of her just walking in and hugging Mitch like when he's fully naked and she fucking smacks him on the ass. <laughs> she gives him a couple spankings. It's really cute. Oh, I love that. Um, so try to find that if you can. I just love Jeanette had mentioned this because she hated Robin, but she said that rewatching she really likes her. I hmm. fucking love her so much more. I appreciate her so much yeah. more. Yeah. And season four is like great she's Robin great, stuff. Yeah. They get they give her they give her a lot of room, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's like, I don't know, it just kinda happened. And then we get this stupid Marshall thing, which eventually gets, you know, an interrogated to some degree, but he just says, I call slut. <sighs> which I didn't expect from Marshall. I know, right? I was really but he is like Midwestern, so maybe like he old fashioned. I mean he Yeah. Think about Yeah. I was really and disappointed though, I will say that. Right. And they're very close friends. And I mean, he calls Barney disgusting, but it's slut is very, uh, very charged. But these are all things that we've really learned in the last 10 years. Right. Mm -hmm. So Marshall calls her a slut. He ends up being a slut in the in the same way later on. So that comes back around. Um, He says the only thing between you and sex is close. True. And um, (laughs) Robin can't admit. Robin refuses to lose. She hates losing. So she refuses to admit that that's what was happening. That she's was so desperate that she just fucked this guy because he was naked. I wish she just owned him, but like I did it because I wanted to. But right. but then I, I do like how Lily's the one that calls him out. Yes. Yes. I that that was great and that created a nice um sort of mini mini plot line mm-hmm. for them. You know, and she's like, we had a real connection of specialness. And and it's also great to see Robin try to keep that up the whole episode. Oh, like, she's that's, so good. You're practically my That's boyfriend. way funnier. Yeah, that's like way funnier than her just being like, so, uh. Yeah. I am, I'm proud of my sexuality, you know, like. Sex It's positive. funnier. Sex positive, right. Which wasn't, I mean, it wasn't really a thing yet. So, no. um. And I think this is accurate. I mean, I think people will sleep with someone and then have all these reasons why they did that don't make sense. Yeah. When really you just wanted, you just wanted to catch a dick. Why the fuck not? That's You know what I mean? Yeah. Free dicks. So many dicks in the sea. So many dicks. Just getting like pelted with them. Yeah. Just, just can't, can't open a car door without hitting some. Dicks. Yeah. (laughs) Just so many dicks. We should just do a whole old timey radio show with sound effects. Oh my like god! Like the dicks hitting you in the face. Episode. <sighs> yeah, remember us doing fucking radio of shows. Course. Anyway, of course. um, so Marshall says he doesn't approve, and of course, cl- st- <laughs> Caitlin, where are you going? I'm <laughs> opening up this creaky old door. <laughs> okay, focus. Um, (laughs) so yeah, so Marshall doesn't approve and he says there's only one reason to have sex, which is surprising, but I guess not for Marshall. He says the only reason to have sex is love (laughs) and everybody laughs, including his wife, which is great. And so they get in this back and forth, this Lily versus Marshall of you can't name 50. I will name 50 reasons to have sex that like besides or just 50 reasons in general yeah. to have sex. Um, so they start going 
and naming them off, right? And we get to one where uh, Barney calls it paratrooping and Robin calls it banging for a roof. And Marshall's like, slut. <laughs> Which I I like that one. Because it's like, fuck. Robin's got moves too. It's her college roommate. It was, oh, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give a, anyone have a lozenge? <laughs> the commitment. He moved there for business. Yeah. That's what that college roommate thing reminded me of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marshall's horrible cough. Um, so then they're listing all these off. I had a favorite on the list. I don't know if you did. My favorite is hotel sex. Love it. Oh, I thought you meant like, oh, of like, yeah. Of the the ones I thought you meant like, my favorite reason was like the cheetah one because that one made me laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like in real life. Oh, yeah. Hotel sex is great. I told Chris the other day though, like my, one of my favorites is like morning sex. Yeah. Like a sleep in early, like sleep in slow weekend. You don't have to get up and go anywhere. Yes. Morning sex. Cause I like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I've laid next to you all night. Like, oh, mm-hmm. so good. And then afternoon nap sex oh, is yeah. also a good. Anytime one. I could take a nap after. Yeah. Excellent. So good. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so, yeah. So then we, you know, Lily kind of boils over and says, having one partner sucks because she can't talk about the stuff that she lets Marshall do to her and we we do we kind of see the limitation of um or like the split between them and everybody else of you know we can't have those same fun like conversations about the exploits because then you're learning too much about us yes um so Barney decides he's doing the naked man tonight and so is Ted because Ted has this date with Vicky Mm -hmm. And um, he's even put on tinted moisturizer for the occasion. I love everyone squints and leans in. I know, I know. Um, And Ted's really hesitant because he's being Ted, right? He's like, this could be the one. This could go somewhere. But it's like, bitch, this is one month since your fiance left you at the altar. This is not the one. Mm -hmm. He eventually gets to the place where he understands that. But yeah, he, you know, he's got some serious emotional endurance. So Barney convinces Ted to blow this one. Like, mm-hmm. just just try something different. And this is... For the one you know, night of glory. The, I wish he said it like the Sven. Night. Glory? The one night. Wait, I can't... For glory. glory. Yeah, I can't do it. I need to hear it again. So future Ted sort of reminds us of the stakes for that night. We've got Robin. It's her, it's her goal to defend her honor. And so she calls Mitch. And then um, it's Lily's goal to finish this list of 50 to prove to Marshall that... There are reasons to have sex besides love and also, you know, that she's still cool, right? Ted is going to try to prove he's over Stella and Barney's going to try to prove that he can pull off the naked man as well. So we cut to Barney going back to the apartment with the girl from the bar and he he says something like, thanks for letting me see the aquarium. You're a lifesaver. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I wish I knew the backstory. But Ugh, so he goes into her bathroom and I just fucking love the wallpaper. Mm, it was like pink bathrooms in this with like the gold champagne sparkly sort of polka dots which feels like so Mm. much more recent than 2008 would have been um but whatever anyway so he is fumbling in his jacket grabs the his phone and he calls ted he's like ted i'm doing it and then we cut to a naked ted who says me too and barney's face whole face crack Face crack, yeah. Face crack. Face crack. Um, 
And it's just so good. And I want to know, is Neil Patrick Harris really naked? Is he just wearing, like, the mm. little sock? Because mm. he looks, like, the placement of things to block his nakedness were way less than Ted's. Ooh, yeah, he looks, it looks lower, closer to the source, yes, if you will. Yes, mm. mm-hmm. So. You never know. Remember, Ted didn't want to do the naked man because he didn't want to jeopardize his future with Vicky. So something must have changed. Right. Something changed, as it always does, right? Yes. And so it started off, they were having a good time, and we see Ted and Vicky laughing and joking, and she's telling him his eyes are amazing, and then the water, the waiter comes (laughs) over and spills a little bit of water, and then all of a sudden, everything changes. Mm -hmm. And I love Vicky so much. She's like, nice job, hot shot. Save it. Go go tell the manager he owes us an appetizer. And as she leaves, one of my favorite lines, one of the ones with shrimp. (laughs) Yes. You're you're welcome, you're saying. And then like totally switches back. Just full alpha. And then we cut to her laughing about this old man falling for like two minutes. And she has this great laugh. She's like, oh, like she just like, I love old people. I love old people. Yeah. But like. It was very clear that it had been the entire dinner, right? Because, like, the way they cut, like, they faded, and Ted's, like, signing the bill. So it's like she's just been awful the entire entire, fucking meal. The entire night. I would have loved to have seen what else was going on. God. Um, So, yeah, so Ted realized that once there was no future, why not? So Why not do it? Yeah, why not do? So now the big question is what pose... (laughs) <laughs> will you display the naked man in? And I love this little series where they go through the poses. The yeah. Superman, the Captain Morgan, the oops, I didn't see you there. The thinker, <laughs> the Heisman, Mr. Clean. I love the Burt Reynolds. I love how he's chewing too. Yep, so Burt Reynolds. So What so was good. what was your favorite? <sighs> I love I love the Heisman. I love the pose. I love the hop for the Olympic gymnast who starts the landing. <laughs> and the copper tone baby. Cute. But the f- Mine was Mr. Clean because I love the face Ted makes yeah. when he does it. The little smile yeah. that he gets. It like Liz's, Liz's was the Heisman. The Heisman was good. I think my favorite favorite, though... Is the Olympic gymnast who stuck the landing. Just because I would love to see his dick wiggle. <laughs> stick that you know what i mean mm-hmm. um okay cool so uh we cut to mitch and robin on their date and he's chomping on this roll he's holding it in his hand like an apple <laughs> yeah. and, and he looks so uncomfortable it's like almost hard to watch and robin's trying and he's like look I know what this is. You're trying to prove you're not a slut. I've been here before. <laughs> and so, like, Ezra, I just love how self-aware he is. He's still an asshole, but I just love, he's yeah. like, listen, I know you're way out of my league. I'm broke. I sweat when I eat. <laughs> <laughs> Same, and bro. Rob's like, you know, usually you read me so well, but this time you're wrong. <laughs> After the one day. so, so hard. God. But he knows. He's done this before, like he said. Yeah. At least two of three times, I'm sure. That's right. Um, a few things before we continue. First of all, Neil Patrick Harris's spray tan is out of control. <laughs> He's like so tan here. And later, Lily's like super, super tan yeah. too. Ted seems like a normal amount. 
mm-hmm. for the for the for the situation. Um, one note I had about Vicky was, of course she sucks. She works at fucking GNB. Oh. Yeah. Or at least in the same building at the same kind of finance assholes, right? Like, that is so true. That makes sense, right? Like, what of the course ones she's friends? rotten. I love yeah, it. She's she fucking, she fucking rotten. I love it. You're welcome. You're saying like, what the fuck? Oh, my favorite line from hers is coming up later. But um, and then the last thing was <laughs> is just it a thought Mexican? that yeah, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> that book's a turd. <laughs> I love that whole you. thing. Turn Just, is the word they use. I love that. I think I think you rarely see a woman being so disgusting. Yes. You know what it's I mean? It's so good. It's so Ooh. good. She just leans into it, too. Like, ra- fully raised by wolves. Yeah. Um, the last little thing was that I would, if I got to that point in a date, I would not have any interest in having sex with someone like that. I think Ted just wants to, like, have sex with anything, I guess. Prove but the like. Point. I've never, yeah, like just to just to sort of keep up with Barney, I guess. But like, I put down that being rude to a server is a pussy dehydrator. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, just fucking desert. You know those. You know when you carve like a face into an apple and it like shrinks up. That's what I <laughs> hate. You. A fucking apple doll. Yeah, the little old lady. That's what happens to my vagina. Yeah, exactly that. What the fuck is CPK? Managing a CPK. Did you look that Cabbage up? Cabbage Patch Kid? He manages a CPK and there's something about a California pineapple. California Pizza She's... Kitchen? Oh, is that what it is? He manages a California Pizza Kitchen. It has to oh, be. Oh, Mitch. And then, because then she's like, whose idea was it to put pineapple <gasps> on the pizza? Did they come up? Did they come up with the Hawaiian pizza? Oh, my god i don't know tell me i didn't even really think because about what a great what a great fucking little little line caitlin is furiously googling right now <laughs> she's hacking into no. the mainframe some greek guys who emigrated to canada not surprising the greeks do a great pizza the best. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So so there's that. So he manages a CPK. Oh, my God. Good to know. I was thinking, like, is that like a hedge fund? But I was like, nope. wait, he's poor. I never thought. And I. OK, if you are by a California pizza kitchen, you need to go and get their fucking butter cake. Ooh, really? I never heard of it. I mean, I have I've been there like maybe twice in my life. Same. I've never been other than like I, the only time I've gone is because other people have suggested it. Yeah. And then I started to suggest it just for that fucking that butter, butter cake. cake. The only time I went, here's how much of a nerd I am. Every year in Stanford, Connecticut, there is a national crossword puzzle tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah. Featuring Will Shorts, who Amazing. makes an appearance on the show, who I met because I'm a nerd. But anyway, there was a, a, a CPK within like walking distance of the hotel. And so that's, I think the only time I've had it. I love that it is called but CPK. Yeah. yeah. I just tried um, to do, I've been on way too many zoom calls. Cause I was going to try ugh, and share my fucking screen with you to show you a picture of the California pizza kitchen. Well, we should just do this uh, zoom next time. And I will just have, maybe I'll just do an olive garden in the background. <laughs> 
picture to the wrong fucking person. <laughs> the CPK. <laughs> I love it. Um, anyway, let's get the fuck through this episode. So we get some more poses, the Coppertone baby, the other ones we talked about. Um, but then Ted is like, all the confidence gets like sucked out of him because he's standing there naked and she's in the other room talking about how fascinating architecture is. So he's like, oh, maybe this is something and I'm fucking it up. And then he sees that she has his favorite, his favorite book of Pablo Neruda's poems, right? And so he's like really regretting it and panicking. And you're like, oh, my God, Ted's going to be the one out of three that doesn't land this boat or land this plane. Yep. And so he panics and he comes and she comes in. And he's like fully dressed again. He like really pulled it together because he doesn't want to blow this. But then he asks her about the Pablo Neruda and she says the book is a turd and that it's all in Mexican and then does a... <laughs> Which, wow, 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 wow. So do you know anything about that poem? Um, no. So it's sonnet number 27, I think, from his book of love poems. And yeah. it's all in Mexican, so I'm going to translate it to Great. you. Great. Okay, thank you. Into Ready? American. Yeah. Naked. You are as simple as one. Of, yes. Fucking no! yes. Yes, yes, yes. Fucking oh paid off. God. I'm so glad I paused it and looked it up. I love it. So sonnet number 27, you said? Yeah. XXVII. Yeah. Sonnet number XXVII, guys. Weird name for a poem, but, you know, the great artists. Yep. XXVII. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's like naked. You are simple as one of your hands. Smooth, earthy, small, transparent, round. You are, you have moon lines, apple pathways, naked. You are slendered as a naked grain of wheat. But it's all about, it's desnuda. Is it? Desnuda. When I and saw wow. that, because I paused it, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, ha ha ha, like nuda. And I was like, wait, nude? Hold on. <gasps> Holy shit. Holy Good shit. Good job, Caitlin. Um, that's two weeks in a row that we've had poetry on this show. Oh, good point. Walt Whitman last time and Neruda this time. So you're welcome for the culture, everybody. He decides, like, fuck this. Let's strip and just mm. bang this chick. And then we find out that Barney tries two and also Lily. So we have the all three. And now we know one of them will fail tonight. Mm -hmm. Who's it going to be, Caitlin? I don't know. Not obviously not Marshall and Lily. That's right. That's a fucking sure thing. But I love how we look at you look at everyone's face, right? So you think Vicky, she's kind of like, <gasps> yeah. And then the girl that Barney's with is kind of like <gasps> a little maybe intrigued. Yeah, right. You know, mm. but we cut to the bars and we have Ted saying it works. So the naked man works. Clearly, Ted is one of the two. So that is amazing. So Ted is back in the game. And we find out that Lily also successfully rocked the naked man, um, which was reason number 49. She just wanted to change the subject. And then <laughs> I love reason number 50 was just because she loves Marshall, which is one she forgot about, which is even better. I love it. Um, so is Barney going to blow Mitch's stats here? I don't know. By landing it as well? Time will tell. Yeah. Um, we see Robin show up with uh, the naked genius on her arm. 
<laughs> and she introduces him as her boyfriend. Mitch still looks very uncomfortable. Marshall can barely look her in the eye before saying it's fine. He doesn't call slut. And then quickly Robin dismisses him. <laughs> well, yeah, Marshall can't call slut anymore on something that worked on him. Exactly. So, so but before Ted, before Mitch can leave, Ted calls him back to thank him for the night because they all tried it out. And that's when they realize, holy shit, we got to see how Barney made out. So Marshall grabs the phone and calls, and we cut back to that beautiful bathroom. And um, the woman from the bar answers the phone, and we find out that Barney unfortunately was the one of the three, and it did not work. She was horrified and kicked him out of her apartment naked, even threw something at him. Yep. Um, and so and threatened to call the police. And threatened to call the police. Yes, that's right. And I love Mitch says two out of three times. Just reiterates yeah. that again. Yeah. And, um, and that one out of three, you risk imprisonment. <laughs> oh god! And being added to the sex offender registry. So uh, take your pick, guys. <laughs> right? Jesus Christ! Is there really even a choice? <laughs> right. Right. Um, so yeah, so Ted thanks him again, says, you know, it's just what I needed. And Mitch says, that's the beauty of the naked man. It gives you exactly what you meet, need, no more. And then I love, he looks at Robin lovingly, no less. No less. And she just kind of like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then he walks away and he grabs his, his trench coat. And then we have like this voiceover by Ted, who's like basically mm. like giving him this, like a toast. Yep. to to Mitch and mm-hmm. it's like it, it reminds me of like some sort of, I don't know comic book things but it reminds me oh, of something sort of like that so it's very superhero-y yeah 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 so we see Mitch stop and get a hot dog which again because we talked about hot dogs the other day makes you really want one from five guys guys if you have a five guys near you and you haven't had the hot dog there these two the, one of these two hot dog professionals wants you to know they're pretty good. Well, I, you know, every week we do burgers, and it's Thursday uh, this week. I said to Chris yesterday, I'm like, will you please grill me a, a hot dog instead? And he just laughed. Is that a yes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a yes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. He goes, yeah, you go, go get a, go, I'm going to go out in a global pandemic to buy a fucking hot dog. You're damn right. What kind should I get? What was the kind that we had? I really enjoyed that. The Cayenne. Like, Cayenne. I loved it. Yo, those, those are those are trash. Those well, are Well, I usually get them from, like, the butcher. Oh, well, yes. Okay. Yeah. The best are the Hummels, but they only sell them at, like, BJ's in the big box. Mm-hmm. I like um, the Dushmacher, too. <coughs> Dushmacher's good, too. Um, but Kayam's got a nice snap I for a grocery store. I love the was so good. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, Ooh, let me add hot dogs to my grocery list. I still got that toaster. <sighs> Make mm-hmm. use. I've yep. been thinking about hot dogs so much lately. Oh, my God. So, anyway, so, yeah, so Mitch gets the hot dog, walks away, and then you see, like, his tr- his shadow kind of extends. Or, like, like you said, it's very mm-hmm. superhero-y. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a cape. Yeah. In the shadow. Um, and then we get Barney, naked Barney, running through the streets of New York. Um, not unlike the Terminator, which he's a move he's pulled before. Or is going to pull. I don't remember what episode that's in, but... Come with me if you want to bang. That's what it reminds me of. But he's he's much less confident in this case. And he stumbles upon, thank God, a suit sale. Whew. But the suits are apparently not good enough for Barney to get into one to avoid being naked on the street. And he runs off naked. 
curtains. curtains. End of the make it and end of the naked man. <laughs> what did you think, girl? I I enjoy not the idea of a naked stranger, but I like the fun the boys have with the poses. I like yep. the yep. reasons they come up for having sex. Yep. That's something I tried to have, like, a sex-positive household because I did not grow up in one. So we talk to Jack all the time about how, like, you're definitely not going to love everybody you have sex with. It's nice if you do. But, yeah. But you're not going to. Right. And that's and you okay. don't have to. No. Have fun. Be safe. But, but have I, fun. I, I think that that, I don't know if it's more for girls, but, like, I remember having to unlearn, like, if oh. you have sex with someone, you should stay with them and be with them. And it's like, that's a trap. Yeah. That's a fucking trap. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so there were, like, fun parts of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, it wasn't as, I think it's the idea of the naked man apart from the episode. Yeah, if you take that, that's gross. It is gross, and basically, talking with you about it, I did not hate the episode as much as I thought I would. Really, I only hate one episode in this entire show, and we will get there. I can't wait for that one. Oh, I forgot too. There is a blog post, Ooh. and it's of uh, the only reason I'm even like mentioning it is because of the like the little artwork, which is like stupid, but like also I don't know. It has like Neanderthals, and it's like cave drawings of like the naked man Ooh. being pulled off <laughs> since um, the beginning of time. Yeah, so I just I just enjoyed the little. That's because somebody took the time to fucking paint them. Right, exactly. It, it might have been that was somebody's friend, job. Alec Lev. That was someone's job or for the day. His friend, yeah, someone's job. That's so cool. I'm gonna appreciate. It. I'm gonna take the time to look at it. Yeah, I think this was this episode was a bad look for Marshall. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and and not just like calling Robin a slut, but like, I don't know. You, know, I never really think of him as prudish, but he was kind of prudish and like shitty to to Robin and Lily. Mm-hmm. You know when you know. I, I mean, I guess you just assume that Barney's disgusting, so he doesn't constantly shame Barney. But I don't know. It just, it wasn't my favorite Marshall episode, and I love Marshall, so. Yeah, I agree with mer, that. Mer. Mm-hmm. We'll give it a mer. Yeah. It, it might be up on the up on the list of least favorite for season four, but we've got ten or so to go, so we'll see. That's true. There are. Yeah. There are others. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, what is else is in here? I'm trying to think. I'm going to scroll through. Um, what was your legendary moment for this episode? One of the ones a shrimp. <laughs> uh, mine was, that's trash now. Because <laughs> I say that all the time. <gasps> that's a good all one. Right. All right, so let's get into some of our legendary moments from our uh, friends. Hell yeah. Remember, patrons get their legendary moments read in their entirety, and you only need to, um, or I shouldn't say you only need to, but you can join for as little as $2 a month. That's That's right. And we'll read all the words you have to say. Um, Mm -hmm. And don't forget, you can send us your legendary moments to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com, and it's super helpful to put the name of the episode in the subject line. Yes, ma'am. So anyway, our first one comes from Johnny, and Johnny writes, The Naked Man, one of the best episodes in the Hymnum series. 
There are so many great legmos in this episode, I will restrict myself to two of them. And <laughs> since I'm a Patreon contributor, shameless plug, you are allowed to do that, Johnny. We encourage it. And rarely right. do I ever rant. I'm going to let it go this one time. Before Let's I get hear to, it. <laughs> before I get to those two, I want to say that Pam Fryman's direction in this episode is beyond stellar. I really do enjoy how well placed the camera is. Good call. I yeah. Agree. Yeah. The, my first ledge mo is when Ted is telling Barney, Marshall, and Lily about the naked man. They're all joking about when about what Robin will do to this guy. Marshall chimes in and says, yeah, she might get her gun and shoot him. And then they all take off running upstairs. The second for this episode is when Barney is stating how revolutionary the naked man is. He mentioned novelty things that have revolutionized the different in- industries. The one where he says that the haircutting <laughs> technique where they oh, hold yeah. it between their fingers and cut it right above it. So great. Oh, Johnny, that is a good line. Excellent line. Yes. Excellent line. He, um, keep up the awesome job, K&K. It is such a great day when I get the pre-listen email in my inbox. Oh, thank you, Johnny. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. <sighs> All right. Next up is Rick, another one of our patrons. And Rick says, hi, ladies. I'm sure there's a lot to say about this episode, so I'll humbly offer my two cents. First, my legmo. I'm a sucker for sudden reveal, reversals, or changes of heart. When Marshall says, don't worry, I no longer call slut, and Robin instantly goes from bubbly fake love to, okay, you can go now, <laughs> with complete dismissal to Mitch. I love it. Runner off is when Vicky goes, it's all in Mexican, fart noise, instead instantly killing her romantic prospects for Ted. His clothes must have exploded off his body. As for the problematic elements of this episode, this is the way I look at it. We're taking in a work of fiction from over a decade ago. Yep. Especially as comedic fiction, it's a heightened reality and we have to compartmentalize it. Mm-hmm. What is acceptable in their joke every 30 seconds universe would take a lot of context and unpacking in the real world. With that said, the episode touches on slut shaming and bold sexual advances, and these can bring up bad memories to some of the real life viewers. As a whole, though, I think it carries a progressive message for its time. One. The characters end the episode accepting that women can be interested in sex for its own sake. Lily and Robin. Very good point. And two, that what is an acceptable sexual advance for some, such as Vicky and Robin, can be totally unacceptable and unconsensual for others, such as Barney's date, with quote-unquote consequences as far as a sitcom reality can allow. Hopefully the episode inspires some laughs, gives a little commentary on men's and women's experiences in dating, and gives food for thought on the more serious topics that it skates toward the, towards on this episode. Thank you, Rick. Rick I, feel I feel like, like we just... Us. We just got, I think that he really just lawyered us in the best way. Do you know what I mean? Because he is a lawyer. Whoa. Very, very well stated points and very, very true. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, it's, it was 10 years ago. More, more than 10 years ago, 12 years ago. So it was a different time. A sitcom is a different world anyway. So, yes, we both agree with you there. Yes, yes, yes. Our next legendary moment comes from Jeff whose legendary moment is... Oh, that sounded weird. Jeff's, no, guys. Right? Jeff's legendary moment is a young blade by the name of Mitch. Cracks me <laughs> up every time. Me too. Yeah, what is young blade? I've never heard that <laughs> before. Either. And never since either. All right, next up is David. And David says, uh, I have to give a legmo to this entire episode because it's the first Himium F I ever watched. Huh. Nice. I had seen scenes here or there, but this is the first time I was actually allowed to watch a whole episode, and I loved it. 100% hooked me into the series with all the characters and wacky humor. Oh, that's nice. We like that. 
It's actually usually usually like um, the it's an old fashioned term for a dashing young man, usually Ooh. in the phrase of a young or a gay young blade or a oh. gay blade. Yeah. Oh, I've heard gay blade. Wasn't that like Robin Hood? I think so. The gay blade. Maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Interesting. Are you it up? I'll look it up. Continue. All right. Where are we? Matthew, right? Five. Zorro the Gay Blade, not Robin Hood. <laughs> our next legendary moment is from Matthew, another one of our patrons. And Matthew writes, hey, K&K, coming up with a legendary moment for the naked man was tough for me. With the whole naked man move and Marshall's slut shaming being the main drivers of the plot, it's difficult to like a lot of the episode. So mm-hmm. go ahead and choose a list of 50 reasons to have sex as my moment. It's fun to see the gang think of 50 reasons, especially with a few of the reasons being so funny. And then to have that plot line end with reason 50 being because you and your partner consensually love each other is a great way to end it. It almost redeems the overall thematic arc, but there's too much creepiness going on to truly be an episode (laughs) I like. As always, thank you for all you do to provide such a fun, thoughtful, and exciting podcast. It's always a welcome sight to end a hard work week by seeing a new episode has arrived. Stay beautiful and awesome. Thank you, Matthew. Matthew. That's really nice. Yeah. Okay, next up is Tish, another one of our patrons. And Tish says, hey, ladies, congrats, Kate, on the new job. Thank you. Um, Sorry for the long email, but last week you mentioned the secret life of teachers. I have a funny teacher woo girl story. When I was in my first year of community college, me and some friends went out, and we saw one of my favorite high school teachers and some of her friends drinking. So me and a couple friends went over and said hi and bought them shots. We thought that was the end of it until later that night when we went clubbing and saw them again and (laughs) continued continued drinking with them and they all got super tanked and we ended up singing karaoke with them and going to one more club they were way more tanked than me and my friends we had to end up calling my teacher's boyfriend oh my god to come get her because she couldn't even stand up even though that happened like five and a half years ago to this day that teacher who i have on snapchat by the way can't drink spiced rum because she downed like six or seven burt reynolds shots what the fuck is a burt reynolds shot oh i don't know another burt reynolds Another Burt Reynolds raff. Please tell us what that is. Um, anyway, back to the episode. I love this episode because of Lily and Lily alone. I don't love the slut shaming or the idea that some dates might strip naked in my place. My legendary moment has to be when they're listing 50 reasons to have sex and Marshall ends up giving Lily the last one. I love you, sex. Good one, Tish. So a Burt Reynolds. It's spiced rum and butter ripple. Ooh, Gross. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Also, R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. I always forget he died. He's one of the ones I forget as well. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I forget was, everyone. Shit, he was 82. He died two years ago. Holy crap. That's crazy. Damn. 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 All right. Our next legendary moment comes from Luz. I think it's, yeah, I would say Luz. Yeah. yeah. Who wrote in using our website. So thank you very much for that. Yay. Heybeautifulpodcast.com. Woo. Woo. Um, back at Marshall and Lily's home when Lily's still making the list of reasons to have sex and we find out she pulled a Pavlov on Marshall to get him to floss. <laughs> Marshall, who's so upset by this news, storms off and says, that explains why I always get a re- an erection when I floss, with his voice breaking as if he's about to cry. Lose, that was one of my favorite lines, too. Oh, so good. 
So, so good. Thank you, Luce. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is Susan. And Susan's legendary moment is the naked man's success rate, leaving Barney to be the one who can't pull it off. Sometimes you just have to put Barney in his place. Word. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we do see Barney fail at his own shit a lot, but it's still always fun. Another patron, Ben, from the UK, writes, Hey, ladies, here are my legmos for the naked man. Ted's awkward elevator conversation. Mitch acting normal when Ted walks in. The classic NPH run. Haircut analogy. (laughs) Superman comparison. Lily's comment about gadgets. Yes, same, same, same. I love when she gets like (laughs) real serious. Like, what kind of gadgets are we talking about? What are we talking about? (laughs) Uh, Marshall calling slut uncharacteristic. Mm, that mm-hmm. is. List of reasons for sex. Lily adding 50. Does anyone have a lozenge? Sue me. I want my eyes to pop. Poses. <laughs> the awkward date. Call me. Ted's speech. Barney looking at the suits. My exam started. Oh. <laughs> I was so laughing them. My exam started this week, Monday, the 27th of April. And... Is that how you would say it? Or would I say Monday, April 27th? Is that you just read ahead? No, I think it's 27th April. Okay. I don't know. Like maths. Maths. And last three weeks, too. It's, it's nice to have the podcast for revision breaks. Stay healthy, y'all. As always, love from the UK. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. And last but not least, we have Lisa. And Lisa is also a patron whose legendary moment is the naked man. Or she says, the naked man. Iconic. That's really all I have to say. Season four is just so damn good. Very true. Agreed. I don't even know what my legendary moment is. I think for today, I will have to go with Lily going for the naked man. Hell yes, girl power. Use those boobs. Have a great week. Excellent one to end on, I would say, Caitlin. I agree. I agree. (laughs) So thank you for listening, and we will see you next time for The Fight. Don't forget to send us your legendary moments to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put the fight so we can find it easily. If you love this recap, leave us an iTunes review. It helps other people to find us. We can have our HB family grow. We can get more fans in on our live sessions. And yeah, all that good stuff. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher so you never miss a recap. And we hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gordon and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All. <laughs>